So with all the amazing software we have access to at Cheetah Digital, we are sometimes guilty of getting caught up in the clever mechanisms working behind the scenes. To flip an often used comparison, we find ourselves looking at the iceberg's mass below the water, neglecting the pleasant looking top it has. I don't really know where I came up with this, but we're going to run with it, guys. We're going to run with it. <laughs> Fundamentally, though, what makes the biggest difference to the customers and consumers of the brands we serve is the end experience they are interacting with. When a consumer opens a brand email, the marketer has mere seconds to capture their attention. Does it cut through the noise? Does the messaging land? Or is the creative preventing a customer from picking up what's being laid down? Today then, we're climbing the crow's nest and shouting iceberg dead ahead, as this chat is all about style and substance. And to help us navigate this very subject, we have the aesthetically pleasing David Kepitz, Senior Director of Global Creative Services at Cheetah Digital. Thanks, Julian, for that intro. I've been with Cheetah Digital for quite some time. I'm not going to get into the number of years, because that's going <laughs> to get, get a little dicey there. Since the beginning, I've been working within the design team uh, at, at the very start of it, and it's it's always been sort of a, an excellent opportunity working with such you know great creative folks and uh, to not only be working with uh, creatives in here in the U.S. but around the globe as well is just a, a phenomenal experience to kind of be a part of. And for us, creative kind of falls into a few different buckets. It's not just about the uh, look and feel, but it's also about the development of it as well, the code aspect. In addition to that, it's also the strategic mindset too. And I think that that probably plays the bigger role in all of this is sort of how do we make it look good, but making it look good in a smart way, I think is really, really important. For anyone who's not sure, this is a sort of an interactive session in that you actually will have things to look at. Normally me and Kayla just sort of ramble through an, an audio file. To start off our light and tumble journey though, I guess we should cut to the core of, of why you're doing so much work in the area you do, which is engagement and making sure that when people are interacting with, with the emails uh, and content we're producing for brands, that the, the engagement is there because without that, we're sort of nowhere. Is that, is that a fair enough starting point? It's a perfect starting point. And engagement is really at the root of all of what design can really bring to any type of campaign. And you kind of touched upon it you know, briefly at the intro, basically highlighting that it really does take a mere three seconds or so for any consumer to make a decision as far as what's going to be with your particular message that's, that's coming through their inbox. How we really need to look at this, though, is that email is, is a pretty heavily guarded door. And, you know, it's got a couple of locks in there. And it really starts first and foremost with the right subject line and the right pre-header line. And it's almost like when we talk about being in a crowded inbox, that's really the crowded inbox right there. That's really what you're fighting for because not having the right subject line or the pre-header to really combat some of the others that are there, you're never gonna get past that first step. And once they finally have opened up your email and you get it into the email itself, that's when the fun really begins because now you have the opportunity to really get them engaged, show them what it is that you're, you're promoting there, whether it's gonna be sort of an interesting type of campaign or how you're gonna get them to really interact with it is really the, the core of what we're really trying to highlight over here. And it's not just about it looking good or looking cool, but it's, it's about the content, it's about the visuals, it's about the proper positioning as well. It's also about um, having the right call to action. I mean, that's really sort of the, the core element in any, in any email that's gonna be sent out. If the user is not gonna know where to click or tap on something, or if it's not positioned in the right spot, or it's not connected to the right right content, 
they're never going to get engaged and never going to really mm -hmm. go ahead and take the action that you really want them to. If we're, if we're at the front of the door and the, the subject line and the headline, sorry, uh, the, the byline as well, are the key things. How much time do brands have to invest in that? Or are they actually investing enough? I think it kind of falls into like three different areas for, for how marketers approach that particular uh, component when they deal with subject lines and pre-editors. I think you have marketers that, that are very interested and, and very willing to kind of go ahead and test, and they will. They'll probably run a couple of tests and then think that that's sort of the end result and they'll, they'll run with that forever and ever. And that's about it. And that's good. It's good that you tried out the testing, but testing an email, you have to keep with it. It's not something that stops after two or three campaigns. You have to keep on going at it. And one thing, you know, the one thing that's really excellent about email is that you could be in that ongoing state of testing and learning and really crafting sort of the right message over and over and over again. So mm -hmm. one area you've got folks that have tested a little bit and then kind of just run with that forever. Then you have other folks that, that never test and kind of just go with whatever. And sometimes they'll wait till the very end of the uh, creative or the development process of thinking about what their subject line or pre-editors should actually be. So it's almost becomes an afterthought, which really that should be part of the process from the get-go. You really have to, know and understand like what are going to what you know get that copywriter in the room minute one so that they can start thinking about what's going to be the right grouping of words uh that are really going to attract that that consumer to open up that email and then of course you've got the last you know the last marketer that is kind of like what i mentioned before is always in that testing phase and always mm -hmm. wanting to learn and understand uh who their customers are uh, how can they connect with them on a one-to-one -one basis? And that's where the technology and sort of the constant, you know, uh, cycle of testing really comes into play. Another one of our service arms produce these trending now reports for different industries and different verticals and brands. That's, uh, that's my team. Uh, as well as just good content for our clients and frankly, internal staff members to to go through to understand what's happening a bit better. We try to keep on top of the evolving world of which subject lines and pre-headers are working as well. I have it down a nice way of sort of in, um, of showcasing some of the different ways that, you know, we're trying to, to, to make things more engaging or perhaps more from the creative side was, was looking at the way that we're um, either freshening up emails or, or tying them back to other parts of the, the cheetah solutions. So the yeah. different offerings we have from, from just to state them, you know, we have our, our cross channel messaging offerings. We have uh, experiences, uh, ways to create interactive quizzes and surveys and polls and contests. And then of course we have our, our loyalty offering. Where would you like to take us next? Well, let me, uh, let me start sharing my screen and maybe we can kind of go ahead and, uh, take a look at some of this stuff. So before we kind of go to go ahead and get started on this, I think that, you know, you did touch upon a good point there just a moment ago, as far as um, uh, really trying to find ways to, to innovate in the inbox. And uh, one of the reasons why we're, you know, we look at some of these uh, unique techniques that we're seeing here that we're looking at on the screen right now is that one, we're, we're constantly trying to combat template fatigue. And I think that a lot of marketers are, are sort of in that, that constant struggle of trying to uh, change up their templates or trying to make it fresh and interesting because they can easily be setting out the same type of, you know, format or template campaign, whatever it may be, you know, 
over and over and over again. At some point, a consumer, you know, on the other end is is going to get tired of it, you know, and they're going to just kind of feel like it's the same message being sent to me over and over and over again. So we definitely want to make sure that figuring out ways that we could combat that template, template fatigue is hugely important. The other aspect of it is also once we're dealing with the fatigue component, let's figure out a way how we can engage them. And a lot of the times for us trying to really boost that level of engagement is to find ways to really get them to interact with the email in a new and exciting way. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of the things that we're showing up on screen is in our so-called cheetah tap universe. And a lot of these things are, as you can see, they are animated in, in, in their own way. And, you know, things kind of start off on the left-hand side where we're really amplifying the, the call to action in every email that's, that, that we would want to send out, particularly for mobile, where we can get really prescriptive as far as the positioning of a call to action. So users don't have to second guess as far as where to click and, and what to click on, but we're actually really pinpointing key areas for where they need to do that. Um, carousel features, which are obviously very, very popular, you know, UI, uh, component uh, within the online space, but something that we can definitely do within email as well. Uh, and some other fun things here, particularly at the very end, is actually getting, getting into some gamification in the inbox as well. And I think that too is really sort of a, a new area that I think we're starting to really delve into more and more. Really, again, trying to sort of marry this aspect of just having fun, getting users engaged, but also, as we'll talk in a few moments, how we can kind of spur that off into uh, other areas of our of our technologies, as far as our loyalty platform, even getting into them, getting the users into the experiences stuff as well. That's fantastic. From a, I'm gonna uh, you're gonna take us through some more examples here in a second. From um, treat me as the as the as the young the young man. I'm not young anymore. Who's learning still though. When it comes to what people, what, what inboxes and, and service providers can create, do we have to keep up with the latest standards of what, yeah, I guess what, what browsers and the internet is allowing for um, where it comes to interactive elements? Would, would one in, uh, inbox have different behaviors or is there quite a good consistent standard across the different places where these emails will be delivered to. Uh, apologies if that's a bit of a rambling question. Um. No, no, no. I mean, it's, it's actually a great question. And I think it's, it's an important one that comes up quite a bit. Um, for a lot of the stuff that we highlighted on the previous slide, uh, mainly the interactive experiences, it is primarily an iOS, um, uh, an iOS experience. So for example, if you have an iPhone and you open it up within your, you open up your email within your native email inbox, you'll be able to see any one of those uh, interactive experiences or even any of the ones that you can see up on screen right now. Um, mm -hmm. If you are opening up outside of the native email inbox on an iPhone, uh, that's okay. What's great about sort of the, the techniques that, that have been developed over the years is that we could gracefully fall back to uh, whatever inbox is your preferred sort of place as far as mm -hmm. where you open up your emails so that nobody is really missing out on anything in particular and nobody's sort of seeing a bad experience for that matter. Great. The way I see it is that uh, if you have an opportunity to really provide a consumer with an enhanced experience like some of these interactive examples that we've uh, shown, uh, we should give it to them. We should allow them to experience that. 
And for those that don't, don't open up in their native email inbox on an iPhone, that's okay. They're still going to get a message. They're still going to get something there that's going to be compelling enough for them to engage with. And if it's not something that they can actually physically interact with in the email, but it could be animated. And animations in general over the years have also proven to be sort of a great engagement booster too. So there's always fallback scenarios in place that we can put into the code, really allowing the users to all have some, some level of an experience, whichever which way they're gonna see it in their inbox. So um, yeah, carry on talk, taking us through this slide and, and uh, where you need to go next. Sure, so there's no, there's no doubt that interactive uh, has been sort of an ongoing email trend for quite a few years now. Uh, AMP as well has kind of come up uh, quite a bit over the last couple of years, and we'll talk about AMP in just a moment. But with regards to interactive, the first two examples that we have here on the screen on the left and in the middle. So the one on the left kind of highlights just a quick example of how the Cheetah Tap, uh, particularly around the call to action, can be utilized in the mobile inbox. So as the user taps on any one of the, uh, the ind indicators within the inbox right over here, that can easily sort of pop up a button, allowing the user to go ahead and engage right then and there. And you can very easily have this very much a prescriptive approach to positioning uh, and also the text as far as uh, getting the user to tap on those areas. And then in the middle, this kind of gets into what I talked briefly about a moment ago as far as gamification in the inbox. And I don't want to get too much into this example because we do kind of showcase it a little bit more towards the end of the uh, uh, yep. of the deck, but uh, we'll definitely talk about how that, com how that comes into play. On the right-hand side, this is kind of one of the great things that I think AMP could really bring into the inbox. Now, AMP, from what we've you know, seen so far, has had a bit of a slow and rocky start uh, in, in email. Um, you know, it's, it's still having its challenges as far as getting off the ground, but we're, we're still sort of sitting back and hopeful that we'll, we'll see some new things come out as far as being able to properly uh, not only deploy campaigns, which our, our, our system can do, but actually on the receiving end, on the consumer's end, they can actually receive those emails. And that's really the key thing right now that we're really hoping to uh, see things evolve in a way where we can really start to uh, pretty much broaden the interactive experience. Because as I mentioned a moment ago, when you inquired about, you know, where, where does all this stuff work? So a lot of the interactive stuff that we've been doing for quite a few years now uh, has predominantly worked, again, in the native email inbox on iPhone. But AMP, for the most part, is pretty much a Gmail feature. And it's within the Gmail app. And, and it, it doesn't matter if you're on an Android or an iPhone, um, or even if from a desktop experience, too. So Without a doubt, it can really broaden the, the aspect of utilizing interactive in some form or another. So this last one over here is just this idea of actually doing live polling uh, in the inbox too, which again, I think could be a, a really useful way of, of, of getting users engaged. And again, uh, building that one-to-one -one experience that you really wanna have uh, with, the, uh, with the consumer. Yeah, these are, these are fantastic. Uh, do we understand the trends of, of which uh, uh, products or emails uh, providers that people use more often? Obviously, Gmail will be up there and iOS. So most marketers will have a general sense of, yeah. of what their mobile audience will typically look like. And that's sort of the, that is the direction that will likely uh, take our marketers when we do work with them to kind of guide them along the way, understanding 
if you do have, let's say, a large audience that's within sort of the iPhone, um, iPhone space, then, you know, we'll likely want to promote some level of an interactive experience. Uh, yeah. If AMP does get off the ground and we see that, that the Android uh, becomes or has a good sort of even balance between their mobile audience, then that too becomes sort of an area that we'll definitely want to highlight as well. But understanding your audience, like anything else, I mean, it's, it's, it's not just about the content, but it's also about the delivery of content as well. So absolutely. Yeah. I think that definitely plays a big part in it. What lovely slide have you got us here with a heart on it? Yeah. I'm going to walk you guys through uh, just a, a good sort of example. We're using our, our sort of uh, fun demo brand, our Infinity brand, and this is for Infinity Hotels. And uh, just want to kind of highlight some of the some of the techniques that we've been kind of looking at over the last few slides and seeing how we can actually infuse an email and sort of how that plays into how we gravitate towards our loyalty side of the business as well as into the experiences side of the business as well. So we'll kind of go through the email and, and kind of pick it apart a little bit and kind of highlight sort of where these particular areas uh, really touch upon and how they kind of move in slightly different directions. So our heart here is actually does represent sort of our, our loyalty platform. And to kind of call things out over here, first and foremost, I mean, this is, uh, you know, for a, a fictitious hotel chain, but we have Penelope Johnson, who is a loyalty member. Uh, she receives Infinity Awards. She's a sil silver tier status. But if she goes ahead and actually opens up this, this area over here, she's oh. greeted with this personalized hub, which includes all of her key information around her status gives her a point balance, lets her know sort of you know how many how many more uh, uh, how many more nights she needs in order to get to that next tier, and even below that, as you look a little bit further down, we're also getting into sort of understanding and seeing her preferences and giving her an opportunity to even update her travel preferences as well. So we're constantly in that state of trying to have that that one to one conversation with with the consumer. Uh, letting them know that, you know, we know sort of, you know, you know, what are your ideal sort of settings that, that you would want to see when you come travel uh, with us. So um, here's just a, just a great point of how we kind of take the data, feed it into the email, and obviously get it back into the loyalty platform too, as far as having an opportunity for them to update their preferences and even let's say, get into opportunities to increase their status as well. We created almost a mini loyalty hub experience of Penelope's information in this case that's displayed in a summary in, inside of an email, which is obviously tied to her, her loyalty account, wherever that's, that's being hosted and managed. But um, suddenly it made a highly personalized communication and something that she'll want to check more than likely um, and then action on so we've cut through the noise and, and, and made saying that she is relevant to her. You know, one of the reasons why to include some of the interactive techniques here is, you know, part of it is to maximize the real estate, particularly on mobile. You know, if we had really just closed this up for a moment, you know, we're, we're not taking up a tremendous amount of space in the inbox. We're still allowing sort of the main message of the email to still represent itself. Um, but again, you know, utilizing the interactive to sort of help showcase the data and increase that one-to-one -one conversation is, is a lot of what we're trying to achieve here with it. And now, of course, let's say Penelope is not uh, an Infinity an Rewards user. So we still want to make sure that we have that dynamic uh, capabilities to 
kind of highlight that in here in the same positioning too. So still keeping things somewhat modular in its approach where we're substituting out sort of a grand sort of personalized experience to something where we want to get them engaged. So here, you know, looking for perks during your next stay, you know, Penelope can go ahead and click on that. And now she gets a little bit more insight into what the Infinity Rewards is all about and what the perks are. So we can hopefully get her enrolled uh, within the rewards program moving forward. So again, just really making good use of the space within the inbox as much as possible. Hey Dave, I have a question kind of related to this and then also related to when you were talking about the CTAP. I think one of the things we're talking about is an engagement. We had the opportunity to kind of embed like gamification within emails. Is there kind of this magic science behind a balance between kind of those fun, engaging brand level campaigns versus here, buy an offer, here, here's some products? So I think there's, there's definitely a balance there because there's obviously an expectation, you know, with the, with the messages that just any consumer is going to be receiving in their inbox. You know, for the most part, on a day-to-day -day basis, it's going to be, here's this offer, here's that offer, go ahead and, you know, click on this or tap on that. But including some of these fun uh, gamification uh, examples, which we'll kind of get into in a moment, or, or even infusing some of these interactive techniques every now and then, again, is a great way to kind of offset some of that regular communications that may come through of what they would typically expect, but allow them to sort of engage in a slightly different way. So we're, kind of, we're going to move a little bit further down in the email, and I kind of want to highlight a few other areas. Um, uh, this is probably the, I would think this is probably the more exciting part of the email part uh, of, of this particular email, but looking at it over here. So one, one area that we're looking at as a starting point is uh, getting the user to actually share reviews within the inbox too. This is something that, that can be done. So a user can actually select the amount of stars uh, of how they felt with their most recent stay. Uh, there's also an opportunity to actually include some level of forms in email as well. Uh, there is there is a catch with it, um, and uh, uh, you know it does work, but certain environments will will obviously kind of have a cautionary uh, uh, component to it. For example, you know if somebody goes ahead and selects fitness center like they just did and hits let us know. They may get a message saying that, are you sure you want to pass this information along, which is okay. Uh, I think a lot of it really depends on the information that's being asked of the consumer. Um, but, you know, in this instance over here, uh, this is where AMP can really sort of play a pivotal role once it really does get off the ground and running where we can start to include a lot more of these forms in a probably seamless manner where everything is contained within the inbox experience as a whole. So user doesn't actually have to leave the inbox in order for the content to be submitted. Yeah, I mean, on this one, as anyone who's listened to these before knows, I'm obviously the an experiences OG. The golden goose has always been, even when we were doing this, you know, seven years ago, was how could we make it either as seamless as possible to link a call to action to an external experience like a photo contest or a quiz from an email. So you're calling it out within the email, even if you're driving them to a landing page or a microsite. And then the, the dream would have been to put them inside of the emails themselves. And we don't have to go necessarily into, into why that's always been historically quite complicated necessarily today, David, but 
we are, by the looks of this, we're trying to incorporate elements that are interactive that could link out to something that's a broader cheetah experience. Yeah, exactly. And it actually gets into sort of our last area over here. I'm going to go to the next slide. And this kind of talks about really how do we take the experiences platform and really bring that or bring components of that into the inbox. So with this area over here, we're almost beginning this survey that, uh, you know, could start in the email and then we'll take them into an experience moving forward. But here, for example, you know, what's your perfect uh, getaway? The user can go ahead and select beach. Uh, this image can pop up, which basically kind of tees them up to go ahead and, you know, reveal the next question. Now that next question will link out to an experience to kind of get them to complete that and hopefully take them to that next stage. And this is sort of a, this is all that could be done. Uh, this all can be done today uh, with, with, you know, with the existing sort of inbox experience. So all this is very capable uh, and executing. So I think at least having those first couple of steps set and getting the user prepped for the, the online experience, I think it's a great way to kind of set things up. And as we look into this next slide over here, this kind of brings the whole experience uh, full circle. So as we saw on the left-hand side, we've got the message over here, user has selected beach. Um, they want to go ahead and get more recommendations as far as where to go. Let's go ahead and reveal that next question. User get, goes ahead into the experience itself, this online uh, survey. They go ahead and finish up this second question. They select, you know, what are the key atmosphere things that they're looking for, you know, in the beach setting. They want tropical, they want a party, and they want shopping. Great. And that obviously they'll continue on to kind of finish up that experience with a couple more questions. And then what's great about this is that it doesn't have to end there. We can actually take that information, turn that around into a fun gamification email, let's say a match game, to basically get them enrolled into a contest, to basically get some new perks uh, being part of the program and so on. So it's kind of nice to see that there's a great way of tying in the data aspect of getting the users to feel comfortable to collecting this data, Giving, getting the information and then putting it back to them into the inbox in a way where they feel like, oh, you know, they really get me. They really understand what it is that I'm looking for based on this full sort of circle experience that they're getting overall. This can probably be used to even promote some type of loyalty or the beginning stages of it by introducing people to different product, products or styles or vacation places that they may not have known about before. I mean, have you seen that happening within the clients that we work with? hundred percent. I mean, it's really all about, especially today, you know, I mean, we've been talking about, you know, you know, real time content, you know, for, for a while now, but, you know, and even talking about relevant content too, but really trying to continue to have this one-to-one -one conversation with the consumer on a regular basis where we're understanding them, they're understanding us, we're able to kind of promote the things that they wanna see. That's really what this is all about and, and being able to sort of understand and, and use those data points to sort of help serve up the right messaging. Kind of goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning that it's not just about the look of the email, but it's also about the content. You know, and it's also about the proper positioning and the timing of it as well. So much of it plays into, you know, really connecting with that consumer at that particular right moment in time. This for me is, you know, it's probably one of my 
favourite passion points at, at Cheetah in the last six months? And for anyone yeah, who listened to the last episode that me and Kayla recorded with David Evans and Nick Watson, it was an entire uh, 30 minutes on why messaging, meeting interactive experiences, which can encourage a consumer or customer to, you know, to interact with a brand in a fun way and actually in return, maybe get some content or something, a chance to win and have that information feed in. They are the perfect pairing. Um, and it's great seeing this actually in these visuals, David, actually sort of come alive because I think you know, one of the things that certainly I'll be trying over the next six months with other people in the industry and the, sorry, in our business is to, to land this. I think and I, I, this will lead to a question. Um, I think we're getting to a point where people can realize how it's actually achievable to your point you, you made earlier that you can do these sorts of things now and actually why it's important, why um, you can take a good message, a good piece of content and actually make it live longer by adding to it a company relevant experience. From, I promise I'll get to a question, from some <laughs> of the experience you've had with clients, are people starting to see why it could be beneficial to run uh, strong messaging with interactive experiences in the same world? I think, you know, for, for what I've seen and what we've been talking about for quite a few years now, because interactive is nothing new, particularly interactive in the inbox is nothing new. I mean, we've been talking about it and executing it, you know, for the last three, four years. And um, uh, what we've been touting, though, is, is trying to really capitalize on a lot of what we're seeing here is trying to understand it and collect that data in the mm -hmm. inbox. But the challenge has always been, you know, how can we really continuously collect that information in the inbox directly? There's always been sort of a, a real um, uh, catch with, with really understanding the interactive experience within the inbox. So for example, in the past, in order to really track users as far as to understand sort of if they are tapping on these these particular areas a pixel would need to be included in there and pixels right now are obviously going through a bit of a hard time particularly with uh compliance issues and things like that so you know we're, we're really no longer looking at that angle but now with the experiences platform and really guiding people towards that it's just it's just made it so much more of a of a fluid way of us understanding collecting the data and then reserving it back in a way that makes total sense to the user. Uh, yep. So I think it complements sort of a lot of what we've been trying to do, but haven't been able to really get it to a point of really understanding and collect the data to that, to that extent where, where now we're able to really make it very much a seamless experience. Cause I think really what you're seeing here up on screen is two emails sandwiched by you know, an experience right in the middle over there. And yep. it's, it's really one is playing off, off the other and all of it is relevant content to the end user. Users started off with wanting to go to a beach getaway. They're giving more information during the experience. And then they're served up this gamification email around the beach experience, you know, overall to get them to be excited about entering a contest, for example. And that could also, again, lead them into a whole nother experience. So you're really keeping them going back to the, the core of all this, you're really keeping them engaged and you're keeping them excited about learning about the program and what you have to offer. When it comes to yeah, a client asking for our, our help, you know, calling the A-team, 
where do we start? Do they have very specific requests of how to improve their email delivery or the, the creative around it or the content? Or do they just say, look, we know we need to up our game. Could you have a look at some stuff for us? It, to kind of broaden out the, the view of the team itself, uh, mm -hmm. design is really just one area of, of the team. Uh, design obviously plays, plays a role in it, but we've got our marketing consultants as well, who are also, again, very, very focused on the overall, overarching you know, strategic approach of your program. We also have deliverability consultants as well, uh, in, in addition to uh, uh, analysts. So the way we see it, bringing all these people together to basically audit your program and even have you go through a workshop, which is something that we, we typically would do uh, through an onboarding phase with any client. Uh, it gives us really good insights into understanding your program, uh, letting us know a little bit more about where the areas that we know that we could really push the program into sort of that next evolu evolutionary state, uh, getting them, uh, synced up with the proper platform so that we're using the technology to really help build out their program and have it be successful. So a lot of it really does, like you said, start off with an audit uh, where we are looking at it from quite a few different angles. Again, not just from the design side, but really looking at it both from the data strategy, deliverability and so on, so that we're really coming at it full force to really have the right, uh, the right answers for our clients. In the recent uh, Forrester Wave for the ESP, it was something that they really did highlight and underline was that yes, we had great technology, but the people powering it from the services side, all of those different aspects you mentioned from design to analysts, to deliverability teams, to consultants, um, you know, really do us a credit. Um, and and it is, it's that blend of, yeah, technology meets people who can implement it and care for your brand. So it was just interesting to get that little extra insight to the way that the, the services world works, or a significant part of it anyway. That's a huge differentiator from us from the clouds, right? Like the clouds check all the boxes, but they're not best in class in any of those. And so you know, Dave and his team are dedicated to making sure our clients have the best creative and we're continuing to innovate and explore new opportunities. And I think that's where things start to come down to how much the people matter more so even than the technology. Yeah, we've got decades and decades and decades of experience under our belt to really help propel our, our customers forward. So it's, it's, it's really a, an eye-opener for, for a lot of our clients who get the opportunity to really engage with us and really show them what we can really do for them. So another one of my um, questions with me, just sort of learning the industry a bit more from, certainly when I say industry, the, the email and messaging side of the industry. From a brand perspective, what are some of the challenges to making, frankly, emails good? <laughs> Without a doubt, I mean, we've seen situations where clients are uh, are in a scenario where you know they, they have creative folks who are you know wearing quite a few different hats uh, so they're not only designing uh, but they're for example they're coding as well or they're not just designing you know for email but they're actually designing for the online and the print as well so email sometimes becomes sort of the last uh, the last item on their list as far as what they need to update or, 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 or rework for that, uh, for that particular campaign. Um, 
a lot of the times too, it, I think it comes down to just uh, uh, sometimes not having the right expertise to, to understand sort of how to really elevate uh, their approach uh, to, to email. Uh, it's, you know, email has been a funny thing. I mean, you know, when I came into it quite a few years back, uh, you know, coming from a print and also a digital background, you know, I had sort of a full view as far as uh, how design played a role in quite a few different industries. And then looking at email, for example, it was a whole new world for me. And I think that that to me needs to be sort of an eye opener for a lot of other uh, designers in the space too, is that, you know, designing for email is very different than designing for an online space or even designing for email for that matter. Um, it does take sort of understanding what are the core best practices for how to implement the right, uh, the right layout, uh, the right uh, construct of sort of how the content comes together, the hierarchy of the email. So a lot of these things really do play a role as far as how the user experience really does play out. Mm -hmm. Again, not only for the desktop experience, but also for the mobile experience too. So it, it, it does become sort of a tricky situation where, you know, you just don't know where people are at. If it's just a matter of lack of expertise, not having the bandwidth. Um, but again, these are areas where we can come in and, and typically assist a lot of our clients with. So we actually will really become almost, almost an extension of their team so that we can really get them through and you know, give them sort of a leg up as far as uh, where they need to go to really improve uh, quite a few aspects of their program. Absolutely. Makes a lot of sense. Final one for me then, and I appreciate, we both appreciate all of your, your time and effort to take us through all this. Um, when you were showing, yeah, TAP and some of the, the other options available to people today of how to, to make things yeah, pop out more or be more interactive, I guess, is there anything you're seeing, um, yeah, personally or just in the industry, where you think we might be heading next? Uh, is there is there a, a wave of technology coming out or where where the inbox might evolve in a future state? What has been interesting to kind of see, though, is that really over the last couple of years, I think we've seen a lot more uh, a lot more of the trends have been very much influenced by, influenced by the standard digital trends that we're seeing out there as a whole. So, for example, um, when we think about, let's say, dark mode, uh, dark mode is something that is, you know, it's, it's becoming more and more popular. People are definitely, you know, looking at it and, and seeing sort of what their preferred approach, you know, may be, whether it's viewing on desktop or mobile. But, you know, that that wasn't necessarily something that that needed to get influenced, you know, in the inbox, but is very much influenced in sort of the standard digital environment. So we're seeing more and more of that where the digital landscape is starting to kind of play a little bit more of a pivotal role in email. Whereas if we look back about six, seven, eight years ago, you know, email was really kind of operating in its own area, in its own space. You know, whatever was going on online didn't almost matter because email, you know, there was only certain things that you could really do in email, but it's come a real long way since then. Um, the other things too, I mean, uh, which kind of fall into the same bucket as dark mode is just standard, you know, ADA compliance. I think we're seeing a lot mm -hmm. of, you know, appropriate trends in the right direction around that where uh, content and how things are positioned uh, and not only how things are even developed on the back end are done in a way that is you know, very much appropriate for the ADA compliance world. Um, 
as far as really looking forward and 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 seeing a, a bit into the future i'm fairly optimistic i mean we have been over the last three or four years particularly around the interactive space and sort of seeing where it can really go um i'm hopeful that that's where it's continuing to sort of trend towards uh if amp for email can really you know get off the ground and start to become much more of a uh, a real player in the space with regards to sort of how we interact with our emails i think that could be a big game changer there too because we can definitely see a lot of more of these interactive experiences happening within the in the inbox um curious to see sort of you know where and where where if we'll ever get to a point where users will actually be purchasing from the inbox directly um mm. I think to me that's a little bit of a, a a gray area. I kind of fall on on two sides there as far as you know understanding if that's the right place or or not the right place for a user to to go ahead and buy. Um, you know, part of it is like you know it's it's a great feature that that we can maybe potentially include where users can you know act right away and buy you know right in the inbox. But I think on the flip side, I'm also thinking about the overall user experience too. You know where you know, a lot of people can be a bit gun shy as far as like knowing that if they click on something in email, it's it's like once I click on something, you know, that's it. It's one and done. And uh, they may be a bit shy about going ahead and going through with that purchase, knowing that that's not really what the inbox was you yeah. know, created for, you know, originally. So we'll hopefully see sort of how things will evolve, but it's definitely trending in the right direction as far as new techniques, you know, uh, more interactive and, uh, you know, overall, I think the more exposure that we have around email and sort of how it plays a part in sort of the omni-channel landscape, I think is hugely important. <laughs>